Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Okay, let's get to my good friend Michael Zwaxter. Michael is a Manitoba public high school teacher. He's an op-ed writer. He's an author of uh, Sage on the Stage. And we speak about educational issues with Michael on a regular basis. So, Michael, I, uh, I imagine you were listening to the, to the last 20 minutes on this program. What are your thoughts? What happened? Well, I, I certainly was listening, Roy. And uh, to be perfectly honest, I think my head hurts after hearing uh, the rationale that the principal was giving for why the speech had to be rewritten. Uh, it, it's the ultimate example of an unforced error where there is just absolutely no need to make those suggestions. I mean, thanking your parents in their valedictorian speech, I've listened to a lot of valedictorian speeches. That's really common to do. Uh, thanking mom and dad, nothing wrong with that. Uh, this idea that you have to name every single teacher and thank each one by name, uh, that's also rather odd. And it, it's just, I mean, again, the principal has the right to control whatever happens during grad. I mean, that is, like, uh, they have the right to do that. But what a colossal waste of time. And then in the end, to say, okay, they've pushed back enough, so I'm just going to let, let, let George keep the speech that he's already written. Uh, I just, I hear all that, and I go, there's far better things to do with your time as, as an administrator than that level of politically correct micromanaging. So why is this going on? Because, Michael, this isn't just a one-off. I'm sure there are people listening to this program across Canada right now who are saying, if it's not an exactly identical situation to what they experienced with their kids, it's not far from being dead center. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, there's, we've talked a lot of times, and uh, the reality is there's a lot of ideology uh, in in the school system, and particularly in the faculties of education where teachers are trained. Uh, I mean, this is something that I've written about many times, that if you if you attend a faculty of education, you will get indoctrinated in one particular viewpoint, uh, very much on the left, very progressive, uh, and you, you, you get into this bubble, and it's very easy to think because you're in this bubble that everyone thinks the same way as you and that everyone wants to be as progressive as you, and then you get into the real world, you're working with real parents and real kids, and you find that, oh, my goodness, the, the rest of the world actually isn't in my little bubble here that I was in when I was being trained as a teacher and what I get when I go to my in-services. And it's just, I, I see it a lot in education circles. It's really easy to get trapped in that bubble and to think that, well, everyone must be as progressive as me and as politically correct as me. And people aren't because most people are just normal and regular and uh, it's, I, I just, I hear, when I hear about something like this, it's just the ultimate, it's just an example of that's how you erode trust between a school and parents, and it really shouldn't be happening. No, and it's to hell with the feelings and uh, the reaction and the experience of the child, because at 14 years of age, an event like this, and Lainey told us it was the first time George has experienced any kind of really significant recognition, particularly by his peers. This is the kind of thing you and I both remember. When you're 14 or 15 or 16 years of age, your peers are the most important group around you because they provide validation. They provide you with reason to carry on with developing who you are. Validation was delivered to George by his classmates when he was made the valedictorian. And then the well, principal steps in and destroys it. Well, and, I, and I'm, as I was listening to this, I'm going... This, this could have been so easily avoided. If some of these some of these things were so important to the principal, then fine. Tell George and whoever is the next valedictorian, give them a list of 
here are the here's the criteria to make sure you incorporate in your speech, and here's some th- some things not to put in, and giving that to the kid in advance, so that way they don't write a speech and spend three hours recording it, only to then have it you, know, you have to get it rewritten, especially if you've had it approved by by one of the teachers. I mean, it's just I I'm, I was listening to that, and I'm going even I don't agree with the the, the changes the principal was asking for, but my goodness, if you're going to ask for those changes, why not say this in advance so that way. You know, the kid and his parents don't waste all this time and then have to just redo it. Let me just pick on one small uh, item here. When George described the 2020 school experience, and we know how difficult it's been, talk to you about it. I've talked about to, uh, to psychologists about it. I've talked to mental health, other mental health experts about the stresses and the pressures on kids that they experienced by not being around their peers, by not being in the classroom. So when George writes, the 2020 school year, with all of its interruptions, was a disappointment. How can you possibly prepare for someone being so obtuse, so clinically obtuse, to object to the word disappointment? I would send that principal for assistance from a mental health professional. Well, this this last school year was horrible. It was very difficult. I mean, as teachers, and we make the best of it uh, that we can. And uh, it wasn't we were able. You know, it wasn't a total write off year. We still got good things done this year. But this is I've been teaching over twenty years. This is by far my least favorite year teaching. And I was fortunate I got to be in the classroom most of the year with students. Yeah. In Ontario uh, that wasn't the case. And I can no, tell I, know. I can tell you this I, this particular case is Ontario based. That much I'll say. And I believe it. I mean, Ontario, we've talked about this before. They've got to figure out how to open their schools. I mean, this is really not that hard. You just you just gotta open them at this point and get on with it. Um, but yes, this last year was horrible. It was very difficult. It's Michael, don't it. use words like horrible. You're setting a bad example. <laughs> Sir, I, I never really got into that that bubble that I was telling you about. I've stayed too close to the real world. So yes, it was it was it was very difficult, and we we can't shy away from that. We we're not going to paper over it. And for for George to say the word disappointing, that's totally fine. Of course, this type of year is disappointing. Um, but he's not, I don't think he was blaming anyone. He wasn't blaming the principal and the teachers for this. He was just reflecting that, yes, this year was disappointing. It was hard. And so it was. And the principal removed the references George made to his classmates. Now, who knows them better than George? He's been at that school, as I understand it, from kindergarten all the way to grade eight. He's been around these kids for years. So he references them in his valedictory, valedictory speech. And that's all taken out by the principal because somehow that's inappropriate. So, look, I know George is listening to this program. I assume he is. What You're the high school teacher. He's about to go to high school. What would you say to George about what he did, what he's accomplished, how he's been recognized by his peers? What would Michael Zweigster say George should take forward with him? Well, I would say to George, I mean, congratulations for... Uh, for being selected valedictorian. It's a great honor. Uh, you should be proud that your fellow classmates have chosen you, and you should also be proud that you wrote a good speech uh, that you were able to deliver. And um, I'm hoping that uh, that as you go into high school that you'll continue to get to learn new things and exciting things and that you'll get to be in school every day for the entire school year uh, in a normal school year. That's certainly what I'm hoping for. 
You'll find him at mzwagstra at shaw.ca. That's your email address. I should, maybe That's I shouldn't be giving that out. Um, but now everybody knows it. What's your What's your Twitter handle again? Remind us. It's uh, my website is it's michaelswagstra.com. So uh, M I C H A E L and then Zwagstra is W A A G S T R A dot com. If people want to go to my website. Your response. Your reaction. To George's experience with his principal, 14 years of age, George, valedictorian. What's your reaction? Oh, here's one. Just came in on uh, Twitter from at the Flatlands. The principal needs to get over herself. Slow clap of shame for yet another educator who shouldn't be around children. Jane is in Garson, Manitoba. How are you, Jane? We're fine and quite hot here, Roy. Thank you. So I give that young man... All the best wishes for the future. This is certainly was a teachable moment for him and all of his fellow students in democracy, in not going after political correctness, and for standing up for himself. And his parents stood up for him, too. Well, I, you, you beat me to that, yes. Of course. You know, that took a lot of courage, and I'm sure that father walked in that room with his anger in check. I'm sure of that. And I, I just can't conceive that any teacher would think of this. I just wonder what is her personal agenda and vision, and that word is being misused so much in this last length of time. What was she trying to achieve? Don't know, Jane, and I appreciate your call from Garson, Manitoba. Thank you. Uh, David is in Calgary. David, what's your reaction to uh, George's experience? What I don't understand with this whole situation is the principal is saying you have to look after other people's feelings and emotions. Wonderful. Why is no one looking after this boy's emotions and feelings? Yeah. He's a valedictorian. He's clearly made his point that he's an intelligent child that should be able to express himself. Yes. And you have a situation where you have the person, the adult, who's in ultimate authority at that school imposing her will and her view of the world on the efforts of this 14-year-old who was chosen by his classmates. In some regard, it's a form of bullying because she picked on him. Could well be. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. Absolutely agree with you. It is bullying. Yes, sir. That's my bit. All right. Thank you, David. Appreciate it. In Calgary, Vi is in West Edmonton, how are you, Vi? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. Thanks so much for your call. What do you think? Well, congratulations to George and his class on the graduation and doing that great speech. And good for his parents for going to stick up for him because you have to do that when it comes to your kids. I've had to do that with teachers, too, who tried to enforce their way. You know, my, it's, I know what's best for your kids. No. I only had one teacher tell me that I, as a parent, know what's best for my kid. And only one told me that. So, I think some teachers just lose sight of that. So... um are you saying that you've had ex- experiences with teachers who have yep. told you that you you're not the you're not the you're not the ultimate voice of authority in your own kids' lives? That's right. And I only had one teacher tell me that when I tried to get my son to do correspondence because he had done it before. Mm-hmm. He told me that ultimately, as a parent, I know what's best for you. That I know what's best for my child, and he approved my son doing the correspondence. And that's the only teacher that ever told me that. So what's the impact on your child? How old was your son when this happened? Uh, he was just going into grade, uh, just going into high school and he oh. did really well. Okay. So as from high school and yeah, but I got to fight with teachers for both my kids when they were in school, like they're in their thirties now, but it's just like, I shouldn't have to do that as a parent, but that's what you have to do. And yeah. 
Okay, so let me ask you this really quickly. What was your son's reaction to the teacher saying that you, the parent, shouldn't be the ultimate, let's use the word authority. He was just as surprised as I was because no other teacher ever said that. Yeah, thank you for the call, Vi, in uh, West Edmonton. Let's go to John in Toronto calling us on the Green Show on the Corliss Radio Network. John, what do you make of the story? Hey, how are you? How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks for your call. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's great, uh, just like the other callers uh, with what George did. It's, uh, you know, I look at it as one day he's going to he's gonna look back and, and be so proud of himself what he did. Um, I, I've got a kid, I've got a boy in just age grade nine, and, you know, he went into this thing one way. He came out of it a different person, and, you know, the whole thing with uh, George saying he's disappointed in the year, I think it's great, you know, that he's actually coming out with that and telling the other kids, you know, you're not alone. You know, you're, you just, this thing didn't suck just for, for me. Uh, you know, I, I, I know my son changed a lot. Right. And talking to the other parents, it's like, Oh, you too. And it's something that, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with these kids, uh, down, down the stretch. You know, you hear all the doctors talking about the mental illness and, you yeah, know, we've done those shows. Yeah, oh, I, I hear them. I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of, 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 uh, of your program. I've, I've seen, I've heard them. But I, that's the part that stuck with me, with George, that, you know, he was willing to go out and say, you know, this thing was a disappointment. It's, yeah. You know, he didn't come out and say, hey, school, it's your fault, or hey, teacher, it's your fault. You know, I lost a year. It's so true. sort of saying. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to wrap your head around the fact that a principal would take a word like disappointing, that, yeah. you know, the, the, the school experience for that year was essentially destroyed. Nobody's blaming the principal. Nobody's blaming the teachers. Exactly. It was George just expressing what he and his classmates have experienced. And, I'm and sure that word disappointment would be used by thousands, hundreds of thousands of students across Canada this year. I, I think so. And, and as time goes on, I, I, again, from my kid, he's finished straight nine, I'm hearing it a little bit more as time goes on because, you know, the first week, you know, a year and a half ago, it was, you know, everybody jumping up and down. I think every single one of these kids would have not wanted this thing to happen. Yeah, so to, just to, John, in 20 seconds or so, what's your yeah. message to George? Hey, um, you're like a spokesperson for all the kids, not just for your school. Uh, maybe the story needs to go out and uh, have the other kids know that they're not alone. Great call, John. Thank you so much. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.